I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5 FM, live from No Label Brewing Company. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, co-host. Uh, episode 400. It is episode yeah. 400 of Drink of Ages radio show. Randy Rodriguez is our guest. What's up, everybody? And yeah, episode 400, man. Uh, uh, almost 10 years, nine and a half years, 400 episodes. It seems like... Who's counting? 315 <laughs> of those are blurry. So That makes sense. If they did happen at all, I don't know. But yeah, man, nine years, over nine years into this, and we hit the... I don't, for some reason, whenever you get to certain levels, you know, it becomes something, you know, anniversary. So you have your one, your five, your 10, your 25, your 50, your 100 or whatever, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know, four, 400 400's seems like big. a... 400 is big. It's a lot. That's a uh, lot. And yeah, so... It's many beers, many breweries. John and I were going back and forth on what, what brewery to have on, and it just so happened, it kind of landed on... Coming back to No Label, which uh, everyone at Drink of Ages knows is my home. So, uh, and Randy, uh, who just hit four years at No Label. Yes, sir. Uh, four year anniversary this month. <laughs> I'll drink to it that. Only, it only made sense, right? <laughs> I mean, when we were talking about, like, man, 400th episode, what should we do? I was like, you know, a round table would be fun. Just a, you know, a bunch of brewery owners, we all sit around. But that doesn't really make very fun radio because conversations get serious and... Yeah, there's some jokes and stuff like that, and plus everybody talks over each other. So I was like, yeah, man, we just, just do a show. Let's just do just like we have. When we hit 500, then we can... Um, <laughs> or the 10-year. The 10-year uh, will be before 500. Well, that one's got to be somewhere epic. That's when we yeah. do it from Thailand or Bora Bora, Thailand. or <laughs> we go to Australia and do the show, right? There you it go. Seems like, it seems like the 10-year anniversary show needs to be super, super big. Uh, I completely agree. That will but, be February. But, we're, yeah, oh, yeah, we're back here. We're at No Label. A loss happened in the last six months at this brewery. So it, it just it was a good time to actually... It's a good time to, to actually talk about No Label because, for one, you guys have been bringing home some hardware, a lot of medals for the beers. It's been, it's been uh, a productive 10 months. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a wrecking ball uh, of, of a year. Um, at the, at the, about the, around this time last year, we got two crappier marketing awards for what we did during the pandemic, uh, which was great. Of course, it's not very beer-related. <laughs> so, uh, but then... But, then we but it's experience-related. It's, you know, because breweries serve a community. And it's good to get those those shout outs. And we did get, you know, uh, Rodney Campbell's here today uh, at, at the brewery from Cass Brandon. He services a lot of the breweries around Shout out town. to Cass Brandon. Yeah, merch. And, like, you know, we got a, a most creative merch, like, like merchandise line. It's pretty awesome. But 
last October when we got that U.S. Open medal for El Carlito, which which only uh, put us in January. Texas Craft Brewers Cup got two more medals there. Perpetual Peace, El Carlito again, and then recently in the last month, uh, Silver IPA or Silver for Imperial IPA World Beer Cup. Uh, Cali boy. Cali boy. After a four-year hiatus. It's in my glass. It's delicious. And then, in my glass as well. And then seven uh, craft beer marketing awards, both for Cali boy designs, unique designs, the tap room itself. Uh, and then, and just this past weekend, I'm literally coming back like from a trip where we're at Fredericksburg, and uh, you know we battled out in the hill country, and sure enough. Uh, uh, El Jefe, Perpetual Peace, and um, Cali Boy uh, won again. Uh, against Lo- it's, it's been a good run for hardware. It's a good run for the team. And then the, the, the biggest win, I think, happened about like 20 minutes ago. Our head brewer just messaged us that. Oh, he, yeah. He's just introduced the little baby Sarah Jane <laughs> trailer to the brew team. Kid she, number two. She was just born an hour ago. Her and Mama are doing excellent. Yeah, congratulations happy for to them. all of them. Shout out to Trailer and the fam. He was, uh, they had a scare last week where she was having contractions, but the uh, replica for the World Beer Cup medal came in, <laughs> and he was like, oh, I think I can still run by the brewery real it's quick like, and pick up the medal. I'm still going to come by around 11 for that. <laughs> I mean, she's in the car, you know, just in case, <laughs> but we're on, I'm on the way. <laughs> That's um, fine. And... But, you know, yeah, we, uh, we brought home a World Beer Cup medal. It was, it was fantastic. But we also brought it home with uh, two breweries that we've had many times on Drink of Ages, especially in the past year. They happen to be Valensons, uh, your hometown brewery, and then yep. also True Anomaly. And I don't think out of all the breweries that, that we've had on, it's probably them the most. <laughs> They definitely win the most. Uh, I think the most decorated by far is St. Arnold. But that's longevity, good beer, and all kind of things, right? They've yeah. been around for a long time. The uh, Godfathers. Which I will say, uh, like Brock posed for the calendar with all of his medals and a Speedo, Tom. I hope you don't. I, I want you to win a bunch of medals, but I really don't want to see you in that pose in the Speedo. <laughs> hey, no, wait, was, is that he, out there? Only Brock that could is pull out that off. He, he was out there? He was flexing, literally. Yeah. I, listen, With you can that see hardware. me in a Speedo any day of the week. You just ask. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, they're friends of the show. You know, like, we go to yes. True Anomaly a lot. We go to Valentine's a lot. And uh, to be the only three breweries in town to bring home that hardware, it's pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we always want to see the local breweries you know, like start pulling in some medals. And Texas have done really well in the last few years. There was like, what was two years? No, not two years ago. It was COVID. But right before COVID, I don't know. I could be making all this up. But if my memory doesn't serve me right, it was um, like one year Texas brought home a lot. And that was probably about four or five years ago. The year of Harvey, St. Arnold cleaned up at GABF. Uh, oh, and they won the brewery of the year. They won, yeah. The, the mid-sized brewery <laughs> mid-sized of the year. Mid-sized brewery of the year. And then, uh, then it's like there was a year where it's like, man, not very many medal winners, and which Texas is making excellent beers. Uh, I think, I mean, Houston area is making some of the we're, best we're beers catching up by far. We're catching up, yeah. So to see, like I said, our friends out there winning these medals for their beers, uh, and and win not just for the beers, but now that the marketing awards are out, yeah, that, that's the thing because you know, when. 
when you're designing your brewery or when you're running a brewery, yes, the liquid matters. But when you go to the store and you're looking at a shelf full of beers, and you know, you're like, oh, what catches my eye? If your label, label. Ain't ca- if your label ain't doing it, yeah. they're not buying it. I mean, it's like labels, POS. It's a sales sheet. It's the signage, like uh, like around your tap room. It's like all those. It, it's the tap handle. There's there's so much marketing that goes into beer. So much stuff that people take for granted or don't think about. Absolutely. But it's there all around you. And certainly, we kind of celebrate that here, like in this space. Like there's there's, there's nowhere around no label you don't see art or some or a, a celebration of liquid or design and a lot of that's thanks to you actually because when gary and i came in here five years ago you try to take a picture of something and you're like where's the place to take a picture and uh you wound up just taking a picture of like the playground i think it's like what do you mean <laughs> you don't like that beige wall <laughs> <laughs> If you get right here where that truck hit the wall, you know, where it backed into it, you get that good Katie effect. No, it's, there was a lot of beige. There was a lot of yellow. There was a lot of, uh, there wasn't a- anything on the walls. Now, what you guys have done to it, uh, I mean, I mean, you won an award for like one of the best tap rooms in the country. And we didn't have to install a soccer field or a baseball diamond. <laughs> and, and we can't afford to install those things. No. <laughs> well, like somebody all. else that won that award. Spindle Tap Brewery. Yeah. <laughs> it is a... Uh, yeah. I mean, once you guys add the, the gazebo and the, and the monorail next year, global is yours. The monorail. Well, the, the, the difference... <laughs> I will say this. Uh, you know, you guys have such great support from the Katy area. I mean, we're out here now, and the place is packed. Every time I come, like, in the last... Even before COVID, you know, the place, no matter what day I come this in... This community is phenomenal. There's a bunch of people. They're, we're still here after the pandemic because of all the support and love that they gave during that time. They came out day after day buying cases and merch, supporting nonstop and they mean more to us than they'll ever understand I'm, I mean, and we service that community right like it, it, it's a really like it's a symbiotic relationship it's like we need them they need us it's it's very you know we can't exist without each other like in some ways i mean we had a hundred degree plus weekend here and it's probably the busiest weekend that the brewery has had and like oh like almost half a decade <laughs> well and, the, you know Think about like certain areas of Houston, right? If you're like I live down south, and once five o'clock happens, the breeze starts blowing and it feels pretty good. Inside the loop, there is no breeze. It's just hot. It's yeah. like the heat just sits there and just gets warmer and warmer. You're deeper in the like convection oven. Where out here, uh, I mean, it feels good. The winds, there's always a breeze blowing. Sometimes really hard. But yeah, there's always a breeze blowing, so you can sit outside and really enjoy yourself. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of these changes that we've made kind of help. A little bit of shade. A little bit of shade goes a long way, especially in Houston, especially out here in Katy. And with with a yard that's as exposed to elements as it is here, you know, uh, giving them the opportunity to hang out a little bit longer with us with these small little changes definitely goes a long way. And the, and the changes aren't done, right? Like, we have to operate within our uh, our bank account. But 
Uh, Which is sometimes very hard to do. Yeah, you know, it's amazing, though. Especially when you get ambitious, right? You're like, we just won medals. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and build this. And you well, want you to. remember it's you know, June. I was, at, I was out with El Carlito last year, and we were having a kind of a rager of a night. The next thing I know, uh, Home Depot's like, hey, you have all this lumber being delivered to uh, <laughs> being delivered to the brewery. I was like, what? Why do I have all this wood coming in? <laughs> like, and... Uh, <laughs> And then Carlos is like, oh, you said we're going to build this this thing. And I was like, oh, well, okay. All right. And, you know, and away we go. So, I mean, some of these things are just, they happen on a whim. But there are good ideas that but the, brewer, the, the brewery is better for. There's more stuff that needs to happen. And well, after last week's show, I, I, I expected to see misters up. After going to Ingenious, and we walk into the Misters. I and told Randy that. about the Misters. I kind of <laughs> was like, man, <laughs> I expect that around here. The Misters were brought up immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it changed things, right? <laughs> it, it made outside a lot better. I mean, they, they sit over there and do drum circles. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. There's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we... When we took over this brewery, it would seem like impossible to have AC splitters and and like so, so, someone went up to me and, at, and it was like, "Oh, it must be nice to put a bunch of money into the brewery." I was like, "How much? Like, how expensive do you think paint actually is?" <laughs> yeah, they make paint and because, love because a lot paint. of it, a lot of it's paint, and we have a very strong group of regulars here. Like volunteers, that, <laughs> yeah, what or they, I mean, they go uh, above and beyond. Uh, They've they've always been a big help, you know. They 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 bend over backwards to try to help out and be a part of the team, and you know we're super grateful for the for what they do and help out here. Yeah, the first time I came here, I, I thought all those regulars were actually employees. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, Gary, we, uh, we can't. We can't have like, 30 like, employees. Like, well, no, I thought it was like I thought it was like 80 employees. I was like I was like I don't know what these people are doing. Like, we're gonna be bleeding money out. I don't uh, like these sit around and drink all day. <laughs> and then it was like oh no they're just they're volunteers. It's they weird do, how they when, do you, it when you throw out yeah like like will you work for beer? How many people are like yes, <laughs> yes I will. Yeah. Well if you're here every day anyways, then it does that that equates to money saved real quick. <laughs> and Absolutely. ultimately, everything you guys have done benefits, you know, the the, the experience when you come here. Yeah. Like you said, shade over this area in front of us, man. That's that's a big deal. Well, yeah. we just started a mug club, and of course, all these all of the regulars are, are signed up for it, which is going to end up being a profit loss. <laughs> <laughs> when you start doing the math, right? The uh, <laughs> On yeah, the mug I, club. I, I was talking to one of the the like years ago. Uh, this guy named Kenny, uh, who's in the run club, and it was him and his wife. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I you know the base pay for a mug club is like a thousand in the area, but I think there should be a premium on it. But we'll perk it, so it costs a little more. And he was like, oh, that's a lot of money. And then all of a sudden, he talked to his wife for like, and, and this conversation happened in real time. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh no, oh we'll be fine. And like, oh, in the course of a year, we'll, oh less. Oh, you'll be paying us. I was like, what? Wait, wait. What uh, what, what's going on? Did I say 1000 <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah. Still working out the kinks. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it, it's, it's some way to reward. Uh, like a lot of breweries do it now, which is great. And it's just a good way to reward your regulars because, yes, it is an upfront cost, but you get so much out of it. Yeah. 
And all and that just gets turned back in to the business itself to keep, keep, help it, you know, that's why we got new fermenter on the way. That's why we got, you know, these little minor improvements here and there. It's all a symbiotic relationship. I mean, yeah. I mean, all, all money that comes in goes to, like, a good cause, whether it be our own cause or something else that's tertiary, right? Sometimes it's a vacation. Sometimes it's a vacation. <laughs> but it needed one to make the experience here much better. Yeah, it happens. Most of the vacation seems to be, like, around beer festivals, which, you know... Which is there's like there's work involved with it, but it, it, it's fun. And we, well, I mean, if you're we, vacationing, we have, we have if, to recharge our batteries too. You do, yeah. but if you're vacationing right, then everything is work related. So that's fair. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. Well, like that CBC, uh, that World Beer Cup win, we needed that because we have been like cranking out beers like crazy the last few months, and like you need that kind of. You need the team time to recharge your craft beer batteries, but you need that wind to just that that impacts everyone around you. That's a turbo you. boost. That was yeah. like a super emotional win. That was uh, Randy cried. I cried. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I cried for sure. It was just a flash of all the hard work everybody's put in. You know, yeah. myself, the sweat, the blood, the tears over the last four or five years is like everything comes together. You're able to bring home this amazing achievement that so many breweries attempt and and aren't able to pull off we're just this little brewery in katie texas we brought this we brought this award home we put katie on the map and it 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 means a lot to be able to to build help build this team be a part of the team and the family that brought that into life yeah man you know i'm definitely proud of you guys and what you guys i've known you both of you for a long time now and to see what's been accomplished here, it only makes me more excited, you know, for what's going to be happening in the future. Yeah, because everything is a step, right? So you've taken the first three steps. It's like, all right, let's go for some leaps. You know, let's climb these mountains. Let's, let's like really, really do some things. Yeah, we got this win. It just makes us hungrier. We, we know there's still tons and tons of things that we still want to accomplish. There's a lot we want to do. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's, there's more to come. Yeah, well, I'm out. Of, we're all out of beer, actually. Yeah. So let's take a break. Get back. We're hanging out at No Label Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. Get some more beer, guys. We'll be right back. Back in 2012, Travis and Chris, along with their father, Wesley, decided to open up Harris County's first legal distillery, and Whitmire's Distilling was born. Crafting excellent whiskeys and vodka, they were making true Texas spirits, not just putting a picture of Texas on the bottle. Stop by the new distillery at Sam Houston Parkway in 249, or go by the new tasting room located at the former Buffalo Bayou Brewing Facility of Nolden near I-10 and T.C. Gesture. Learn more about this veteran and family-owned distillery at Whitmire's.com. 
Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. All right, we are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5 FM. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, Randy Rodriguez. What's up, everybody? So we're kind of doing like this little dual guest thing, yeah, because it's Tom Painter, co-host of Drink of Ages, and owner of No Label, Randy yeah. Rodriguez. GM here at the brewery. Yep. Yep. Oh. So this is a no label show. Yes, for sure. Well, I'm here all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also here all the time. But mm. but Randy is is here in the building all the time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. He is he is uh he is my right my right hand man, and like uh, if I don't chime in with Randy on like the regular, I feel like something's off. Like it, I, it doesn't I, feel normal. I, I've been. In the last weekend, I've been in Fredericksburg for the Fredericksburg Craft Beer Festival, which we won three medals. Congratulations. The, uh, yes. But then I had to run to Chicago for the Blood Brothers because uh, that is Beard. another thing, right? So there's been so many, so many things, man, have, have happened in the last few months. I, yeah, we can brag a little bit. We won the best beer podcast in the Americas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that's... No, I, I, I'm, I'm that is something. The, I'm that trophy is like I or like I was very proud of it. Like it, it's something that I I equate this podcast to going on like uh, uh, a first date every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it, it, it's it's to always said like to try to separate ourselves from like the podcast. Where I was like, no, we're a radio show. We're on ESPN, and that that gets us into a lot of doors and a lot of awesome events and all that stuff. Right. But ultimately, you know, we're a podcast. Yeah, so, well, every Friday night you can find us on ESPN uh, in Houston, but around the world you can find us on a podcast and much larger audience. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> a, 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 as it were. But that ESPN name helps us because that ESPN helps us get. To talk to Garrett at Maui Brewing, to go to other half in New York. Uh, I mean, we've been to Abel Baker in Vegas. We've been halfway around the globe doing this thing. Um, but there's also a, there's an own audience that happens on a podcast, and ultimately, when someone listens listens to it, like I very rarely find almost anything on the radio uh, because of my lifestyle. But I'll, I'll I'll burn through like three or four podcasts in a row. Well. I've, what I've found is, because I drive around the kids in their car, they're like, why do you listen to radio? I was like, because I get bored and I just hit buttons and change the channels constantly. <laughs> you know, just to keep me, like, entertained is what I do it for. But, um, yeah, I, I really don't listen to that many podcasts. Uh, I listen to more books while I'm in the car, or I go on Netflix and I listen to comedy shows. Because when you're in traffic and you know it's going to take you over an hour to get home, but you Comedy can listen helps. to Bill Burr or so, you know, you listen to some Dave Chappelle, yep. something like that. The whole comedy. You can't be mad sitting in traffic listening to stand-up comedy. That's absolutely right. 
Absolutely right. Yeah, when I was out on the market, I, I would listen to podcasts. I would have DOA and some others like that I'm a fan of, and that's how I would kind of kill time between jumping from account to account, driving all over the city. So when we hired Randy over here, Randy, uh, he was the GM of Guru Burgers and Crepes. Uh, and uh, they make also, some mighty fine burgers, <laughs> and also they, they ginger, used to. ginger mule. He also was like the executive chef for both those places, um, and he was a good friend of ours. And then when Gary and I uh, took over No Label, the like within about a year, like we were able to get him from there to here, <laughs> and he started as a sales manager. But the intent was always to go a little. Go a little bigger. Right. We, we, we didn't realize how big. <laughs> how fast. <laughs> awesome. And, yeah, because we were just investors at the time. We didn't realize that Brian and Jen were going to be like, here, take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is like, uh, it's a double-edged sword because uh, we got uh, in 2019 when we became owners. And in 2020, COVID happened. And it was like, oh, this is why you don't want us to take This is why you don't want us to take it. <laughs> like, it's... A, it's it can be very stressful. What, owning a business is <laughs> stressful? <laughs> People ask me all the time, they're like, hey, when's the next drink of Ages Pub opening? And I was like, uh, give me a few beers. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I wake up the next day, I'm like, no, that's a bad idea because there's just too much, too much unnecessary stress. If you get it, but if you get used to it, though, like, we, uh, we have a great sales manager, Jacob Asbill, from Silver rhythm. Eagle. And Buffalo Bayou before that, and and sometimes things happen on the fly where tanks go out or or like no everything happens on the fly. Well, yeah, everything <laughs> happens on the fly. Like uh, yeah, a mishap, a mishap no. with our candy machine, a mishap with their, I mean, things just happen, especially in the post-COVID world, supply chain issues, yada yada yada, and. And he's constantly just vaping outside, being like, I don't think we can, oh my God, how, how, like, wh- like, what's gonna happen? It's like, don't worry about it. Pivot, pivot, pivot. And it's like, it's like oh, it's like, I forget you weren't with us during COVID. Because during COVID, <laughs> it was like, we're open next week. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> so you, had, you can do this. No, you can't. It was nothing but pivot, pivot. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think like, it's not that I like the stress, or Randy likes the stress, but there is something, it is part of the job. The, the pros always, at the end of the day, outweigh the cons. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about our industry is that, yeah, there's difficult days and there's, there's stressful moments that occur, but at the end of the day, you get to be a part of a community that's uh, super fun to be around with, interesting people from all, you know, all diff- different kinds of backgrounds. And uh, you know, it, it's what helps makes the job fun. You know, I, I've never, I've never in my career had so much fun doing what I do. Look forward the next day to coming into the office, being a part of a great team and a great family. Like this, this industry is so dope to me. Like I, I love this industry so much. Well, someone, someone can like message us. Like someone sent me a message right after the the Uvalde like like tragedy, and was like, "Hey, do you do you think are you guys gonna do something to step up?" And it's like, it's like, oh. Yeah, we can, you know, just snap it like here. You let's do a benefit like like Thursday night. Boom, mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Like I mean, but that stuff happens all the time. You know, it's very easy for, you know, there's firefighters. Well, we've will come we've in definitely here. discussed it before. Breweries are more of a community center than anything that the government is trying to make a community center. Hey, I know, like even the last hurricane that we had before I was even working here. I mean, we were. I was here 
you know, as soon as the storm was over, and we were in that building over there, and we were gathering. I was with Brian and Jen and and uh, James Simpson and some other people that came out to volunteer, and we were gathering stuff for the community, anything that we could do to help out. We were a National Guard hub. There were helicopters literally landing on this strip because we had so much space. Like it was like this is, and you know, eventually there will be another hurricane, and and, and we'll do that call too yeah i mean every time there's a there's something that the community needs us for we're like we're there for them and but when we needed the community during covid i mean they they showed up they showed up (laughs) they showed up they more than showed up they by the car loads yeah literally out down the stream down the brewery yeah just to come in no it's pretty pretty awesome and now we're getting all these kind of accolades and winning awards and all that stuff it's funny. I was talking to the blo- well. So, that that's the pat on the back that yeah. you know, honestly, a brewery needs, right? Like, like, like you work hard, and you know, in all honesty, people have short-term memory of all the good things that happen, happen, happen. But you do all these good things, you know, you did them, but then all of a sudden you get patted on the back, going, "Oh, and you're making good beer." Yeah, icing on the cake. Yeah, for sure. I, so I'm I'm coming back from Chicago because. Uh, we're also part of the Blood Brothers uh, barbecue group. Which, yeah, which, shout out to Kui. Yeah, uh, that, that whole thing. Them, uh, the James Barrett Award. They were nominated for the, one of the highest food honors in the country. It is. And, it is like walking away with an Oscar. Yeah, but even they, being nominated, is putting just Houston like, on the map for barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah and was, they they didn't they didn't win. This happened last night. Uh, I I disagree with with, with everything because, you know, I put Blood Brothers as one of my top, probably top restaurant. When people... When people come, they're like, hey, man, where, where should I eat in Houston? And I was like, you got to go get ribs at Blood Brothers. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, dude. And they're like, which ones? I'm like, eh, all of them are good, but just their regular ribs oh, yeah. are some of the best. There's definitely, definitely a barbecue renaissance happening right now uh, between Blood Brothers, Breast Barbecue, hands down. But, like, they were talking to me last night. They are like, I was like, hey, man, you know, you can't win all of them. You know, blah blah blah, and it's like, well, easy to you to say. You guys are on a spree right now, and I was like, trust me, I've been to all the award shows, and we've lost more than we've won. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very used used to losing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, That's why it makes the the wins so juicy. That's why yeah, it's enjoyable. Like, because... like, like I, I'm very much expecting to lose. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure it was hard for them to really grasp the whole situation because they had to be nervous. Yeah, and very surreal, right? Yeah. Like, like, man, we could win this. And you didn't win, so I know it feels like a letdown, but man, the whole city is like, you won, right? Like, so many people are like, no, you actually won yeah. this without winning. Like, you won so much more without winning this. So award. we were in Chicago yesterday, and we're having a very heavily boozed up conversation uh, about the difference between um, the 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 craft like uh, the difference between the, the the way the craft beer awards kind of like like go down like and the difference between how the James Beard and the difference between the World Beer Cup and like James Beard Award is the James Beard is like they have semi-finalists they have finalists it's like the Oscars like you, like Quee will always be a James Beard nominee as opposed to the way the crap, like the World Beer Cup, where 
300 people enter it or whatever in a category, and then it just there's the winner and there's everyone else. You don't really know. Yeah, not really. And and on top of that, like one year you might win gold, and the next year you don't win anything. It's like, well, were there better metal better beers made? You know, during this like in the last year, it gets tougher and tougher every year. But that's why you, that's why you. You need to stay hungry. That's why you want to keep getting better. That's why you you want to keep building. That's why you want to keep improving. But they should at least announce. I, I really after doing the James Beard thing, they should at least say because we do get judge notes months later that say who was at the final table, and we had two other beaters that were at the final table. Yeah, and that's the way it really should be. It should be like the way they do the Oscars, the way they do James Beard. Be like here are the six people. Yes, or or yeah. whatever, right? And like that way, you know, because. You don't want to give your hopes up. You should know that you're in the running. And because because the Blood Brothers can at least walk away say, we're a James Beard nominee. And that makes being nominated mean something. As opposed to... It's huge. Yeah, we were in the That's category. Huge. It's huge. Hey, how many, how many chefs are out there you know, that are doing this? And to have Queen get nominated yeah. for making barbecue... This early on, that, well, that's like I say a, early that's on, that's a but dream that so many people. I mean, that's my background is the culinary background. Yeah, like even when, when, you, when you're you're starting a business and you you want to work hard and you want to make something great, and then there's so many people that have the exact same dream that you do, and they're working as hard as you do. Not everybody gets to that level where you're just nominated, and he's got he's that talent. He's that so talent that was able to. That will always be there. Like yeah. next year. Could be nominated again. How do you not get nominated again? Yeah, there, there were people. And cheers that, to Julep, by the way, here in Houston. Oh, yeah. Ju- Julep, yeah, brought the only Houston award back. Yes. Yeah. For uh, best cocktail program, bar yes. program. Yes, bar, best bar program. Yeah, Alba, uh, she was on the show, oh, man, years ago. And well, that's now the first you, time. Now no one will be able to go to that, that, that restaurant for the next uh, about six weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna try, but you know, maybe by this winter, I'm gonna stop by and be like, yeah. "Hey, Alba, remember me?" You know, <laughs> but but when we were hanging out, uh, she brought out all the mescals, and that's the first time that I'd ever tried them, like oh, mescals. Nice. This is I don't know, early on, like yeah. I said in the show, maybe seven, eight years ago, something like that. And so she starts pulling out all these mezcals and delicious, changed the way I felt about smoky beers. I still didn't become a fan of scotch, but I did <laughs> like the smoky mezcals. Yeah. So congratulations to them for being the best bar program. Yeah, absolutely. My wife used to work right around the corner. And I used to tell her like, why don't you ever guys, why don't you guys ever go there for happy hour or something? You're like right next to one of the dopest places in the city. But yeah. you, she's also had to sit in two hours of traffic to get home. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, we sw- we switched into the foodie scene, you know, conversation. But like, Katie Texas has exploded recently, and like, like Brett's Barbecue is one of the top fifty. Uh, it was on Texas Methods list for the, like top fifty. They're about to get a new spot. Fat Eatery. Fat Eatery. Uh, they were the semifinalist for James Beard. Oh yeah. wow. Uh, I mean, I mean, Katie, in, like in the last five years, is just exploding with culture, and and the the Asian anime like food festival we had this last weekend, uh, like 
I mean, just proves it. I mean, literally, it brought we had cars out to I ten and like huge, this, like half a Katie like 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 was out here and like just embracing all of that goodness. Yeah, um, lots of fun, lots of fun. Huge event here, one of the biggest events we've ever put here, ever. Yeah, and uh, like there's this development called Katie Asia Town where fat. Like lives and there's cat there's Katie Asia Town one there's Katie Asia Town two and like you will have like there's uh what's that ramen restaurant that we go to Kazuki Kazuki yeah. and they and they have one restaurant every and like like a few major cities around the nation and they chose Katie Texas Katie Texas like it, it's really on the rise on the food scene yeah little suburb you know 30 30 minutes west of houston it's dope not to have to go all the way in town you can enjoy yeah. some great cuisine over here in our backyard like you know multiple places in kd asia town tobio if you want sushi in la Sintera, brett's barbecue if you want some awesome barbecue like you can't go wrong like, or if you want some really good burrito tacos, come to No Label. <laughs> Absolutely, Texas Burrito yeah. Boys. Yeah, no, no, th- those guys hold it down and have a line that's like out into the tap they, room. They kill it every time. That line has not stopped since <laughs> I got here. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, man, radio show's fun, but I think the, I think the money is in burrito tacos. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, John was like, "Hey, you guys are having a good night." I was like, oh, no, no, that's all that taco money. <laughs> now, I used to think it was in chicken wings, but now I'm, now I'm thinking it's in tacos. You can't go wrong with tacos, man. Yeah. No, you really can't. Chicken wings are good, too, but no one has put their, I, I, I'll say it, no one's put their mark on it the way, the way these guys have with tacos, no one's put their mark on chicken wings. Yeah. And so before we go to break real quick, because we're out of beer again, <clears throat> I was driving here and my mind's working kelly's in the car with me you know and i just not <clears throat> but my mind was thinking it was like man jd's 24-hour chicken wing <laughs> how about that concept hey well no hold on that all right sounds good let's take a break uh we get back we'll talk more about jd's 24-hour chicken wings jd's 24-hour <laughs> chicken wings randy and tom our guest, well, Tom's not the guest. He's the co-host. Randy's our guest. Yes, sir. We are at No Label Brewing Company. Let's go get some more of that award-winning Cali Boy. We'll be right back. Strings, my tiger stripey underwear. Getting ready with my rubbers out. I have to pull my toughest out. Look at lovey dovey, let me lick it. Hey, good beer drinkers. This is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine hole championship putt putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air conditioned tap room great food excellent beers and a badass time check out spindle tap brewery spindle tap that's t-a-p spindletap.com all right this is drink of ages radio here on espn 97.5 hanging out at no label brewing company yes randy rodriguez yeah He's Tom Painter. I'm John Denman. 
The breeze is feeling really good. This it's beautiful night. Staring at the silos. I know. I mean, as, as hot as everything has been, man, we've been like hitting record temperatures and all this the stuff. The way the evening feels, you wouldn't have Th- thought this that is, it was this 100 degrees This is an incredibly cool evening. Like, I how, how do you predict the weather here? <laughs> like Stapleton. Stapleton? <laughs> Where are you, Justin Stapleton? Justin Stapleton, you're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Did he predict this? I don't know. I gave him like a study for I don't know, yeah, yeah, weathermen. They're 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 sometimes right. The uh, we were pushing out Don Jalapeno a few uh, weeks back, or weeks months back, uh, and this one group was like, "Hey, uh, I think uh, uh, Brandy Smith, uh, she, she's gonna she's gonna run the story on on, on Don. Uh, do you know her?" And it was like. Yeah, Brandy, uh, she goes out with Justin. They've been dating for like a decade. And I was, Demi and I were partying all weekend, and we woke up on their couches, respectively. <laughs> I was walking around their house in like, like our underwear, like just boozed up. And I was like, oh, so you do know them? It's like, <laughs> yes. A little yes. bit. <laughs> a little bit. The, uh, I mean. Yeah, that was, that, that was. Uh, that was your birthday. It was my birthday, and yeah, I woke up on the couch, and I wake up, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I remember a cheese plate coming at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and then there were fireball shots, which is the worst thing that you probably, worst decision you can make after a very long night of drinking. You wake moment, up. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> well, that that only made the continuation of that weekend. Oh, because then we went to Valentine's. Well, we went to Blood Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, and then we went to Valentine's, and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to go home. And to which no. Val was like, Don't worry about it. Get in the car. And I was like, Excuse me. And then they <laughs> threw me in, and like I was I was like a reluctant drinking passenger. I was just like. I don't want to be here. <laughs> then we went to Six Ward on their last Sixth day. Six Ward on their last day. Yep. Just go say hey to those guys and wish them good luck, which is cool because they, there is another brewery opening up there uh, with Bill. <clears throat> so congrats to that. But then we went, we just continued on and just continued on. And it's, you know, it's, it's a long weekend was that, that, was that a, happened. A, yeah. Yes. John woke up and... And uh, uh, Justin, our reliable weatherman, he was like, John, do you, do you, do you just want another shot? And he was like, I'm on a bender. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but it was... It, so John and I, we have back-to-back birthdays. And, and it just so happened to be on spring break. Yeah, week. March, is, March yeah. is a good time. And it just so happens to be the week of St. Patrick's Day. That too. It's just, it's not good. Action there's, there's like eight reasons to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> well, Maybe I, nine. As we all know, because, so what a lot of the listeners may not know is that, so we're all friends. Uh, and many years ago, uh, 2018, 2019, 2019 that was I think. so long ago. We we all went to Butte, Butte Montana, uh, beautiful for, Butte, Montana for for I would say birthdays, but really we were there to celebrate St. Patrick's Day because 
Butte, Montana has the highest um, it's the highest Irish population like per capita of any place in, in America. Right. It's yeah. a it's a it's a something. It's an experience. And we came in there right as the place got hit by the largest blizzard it had in, in like over half a century. <laughs> so it was it was a Christmas wonderland in uh, late March. Well, <laughs> the half of us definitely slipped and fell on ice. We we, yeah, we we found out we found out what black ice was. Yes. We did rent a, a beautiful minivan that could not go up a hill. <laughs> that that you guys nominated me to drive, which I don't know why you guys. <laughs> I mean, we've known each other for a long time, but you wanted me to drive, so all right, fine. Um, yeah, that it was, was good times. That that trip that trip was amazing. Uh, oh man, it was it was excellent, man. Um, for one, you couldn't hydrate because you couldn't drink the water. It tasted like you're chewing on pennies. Yes. And for whatever reason, when we went to the store, we didn't buy water to drink. We just we bought more liquor. More liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We bought ice, but we didn't buy water. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had and, one and bottle of water for a four-day trip. Yeah, and so later, I would tell my dad, uh, who is from Pete, Montana, which is kind of how all this connects. I would tell him that we all got incredibly sick, and he was like, oh, did you guys drink the tap water? I figured you guys from Houston and cities would just get bottled water. It's like, yeah, Dad, our, we, our bodies hadn't adapted to your copper-infested <laughs> ass water. <laughs> because we were all dying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We did, for but we, but we did reasons. visit every brewery in town, all three of them. We did, <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> some of us on the way to the airport. To all three of them. Some oh. of us slept through some of them. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett, the owner uh, of this company. <laughs> but the oddest thing is that I found myself uh, the next year driving back through Butte, Montana, and I'm but I'm coming from Washington, right? Like we've been hiking, we've been camping, Garrison. The head brewer owner and I, you know, we're <clears throat> in the mountains together. We've been hiking. We did like over 70 miles hiking and elevations of like 2,000 feet and all this stuff. And we're driving to Denver for a GABF. And as we're driving, I'm like, man, we're going to go through Butte, Montana. We have to stop somewhere at Sagebush Shams. Right? Sagebush Sam's. Excellent place if you're ever in the area. Yep. Just stop by a sagebush. And as we're driving, I keep talking about it, and he's getting excited. We've been in the <laughs> woods together, you know, for like weeks, right? And so we're finally out of the woods, and we're getting to close. We pull in, and they're closed. Oh. And it's just like, let's go to Wendy's. And we went to Wendy's. Let's go to Wendy's. <laughs> go to Got some food. It was not the same. <laughs> it was Distant not. second. So uh, this is a fun fact. Uh, we were there, um, and my my dad, when he messaged me, and he found out we were all like we had killed each other because we were all hungover slash poisoned because we drank copper water. He was like, "Did you visit uh, XYZ? It's the old oldest Asian restaurant in America." Oh, I know. And I, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like. You know, my old dad, like, like, oh, sir, I bet it's the old, oldest Asian restaurant in America. Yada, yada, yada. 
Until I went on Wikipedia and found out <laughs> it is the oldest Asian-owned restaurant. I regret we did not make it there. We did. It is, and it is in Butte, Montana. It is nearly 200 years old. It is. I was like, two, there's a lot of questions I've had in my life. Like when when uh, I have one, how, why? <laughs> yeah, but like I wasn't. We uh, we were visiting Kansas City. All uh, the questions are related. <laughs> yeah. We were visiting Kansas City and Boulevard, and the National World War One Museum is there, which is an amazing museum. Awesome like, place to, to visit. Like it is like it's such a tribute to like what this country did and yada yada yada. But like, but I, you walk around, and you're like, why is this in Kansas City? <laughs> it makes like, zero sense. Like not Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> There's a lot of things. The in architecture Kansas. alone of that place. There's a lot of makes things in no Kansas sense. that doesn't make sense, Tom. But I love that place. Oh, w- which we've all been to as well. <laughs> that city is awesome. That city is awesome. Yeah, man. So, so I think ultimately we got to start figuring out the next trip. It's been years, guys. Since I know. We've, uh, well, there, there was this thing called COVID. COVID. Did that? No, we went to Kansas City <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> oh, wait. You did. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> no, you were there, too. And we rode around scooters downtown. You just outed me. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. Sorry, Tom. You weren't there. <laughs> no, I was there. Yeah, I did, I did a lot of traveling, actually, during COVID. Uh, that, that's why I'm a United Premier Plus member. <laughs> Shout out to United. <laughs> Shout out to United. <laughs> well, they should be a sponsor for this show for as I many wish. times as we fly with them. I would be your third co-host if they right. were. Now, uh, last year, the way it ended up, we were sitting around. Tom needed one more flight. I needed one more flight. Yeah. And to, to, to get that status. Well, his status was bigger than mine. But I'm, I'm, I'm moving up to the first status where I get, like, free bags or something. <laughs> right? It's over. Yeah. And Tom's moving up where he's like, all right, you get first class. And I was like, all right, man, let's, let's do it. So we're trying to plan a trip. And I'm like, man, I've never been to El Salvador. Let's go to El Salvador. We can hop on a plane, go surfing, you know, this, this, and that. And he goes, let's go to Vegas. And John's never been to Vegas. And I've never either. been to Vegas. Which is amazing. Yeah, I don't know why I never went with friends and all that stuff growing I up. Ne- before I went with Tom and the guy, I had never gone either. But Vegas is amazing. It was great. I had a great time. My cousin lives there now. Every time I fly in there, I'm amazed that city exists. You fly into a city that, like, it's like, it's all desert. It's all mountains and desert and, like, it's the most inhospitable place on the planet. It's like, you know, it's like the Middle East. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it's like our Dubai. Like, it's just like, you see like, what, you see the, you land, and you don't land in an airport, you land in the city. Yeah, the city's right there. Well, this trip oh, was great for back. like the first day and, like the first day and a half, it was great. And then it ended just, uh, just bad. And, and it made me dislike a lot of Canadians for a short time. I like them now again. But uh, one particular I don't like. That was one of the best shows that we ever did, though. Over at Abel Baker. At Abel Baker. I think that was the best show of I all. I still think about 2021. the uh, tacos that we had there. Because, you know, when you travel outside of Houston and you go eat at different places. Yep. I mean, Houston definitely kills it on food by far. Uh, like one of the best cities in the world just for cuisine. So I was kind of hesitant, but <clears throat> we get there and they had these pork belly tacos. 
Yeah. And there were some of the best things that I'd ever eaten. So we recently went back. We were there, what was that, last, not last week, the weekend before. Had I a much better, much better Vegas trip. We the ramen place we went to in Vegas, outside of Vegas, that place was delicious. It, that was, that was delicious. Bomb Which one? Ramen. We went to this bomb-ass ramen place right outside of Vegas. Small, tiny. And so it's funny. Line so out the door. A year after we went, the Blood Brothers opened up a spot. And then, so I was hanging out with the Blood Brothers, and they're like, we need to try out this ramen place. And I completely forgot about the ramen place that we tried out. But then when I walked in there, I was like, I've been here before. <laughs> it's all very familiar. It's not like a weird, where there's a bunch of little shops and everything, and it's like a little small corridor you walk it, in. It's in a uh, shopping strip, like, yeah, it was, it, yeah, out, outside of the mm-hmm. strip itself. And then, it was, and then I just sat there with my arms crossed. Don't it's ask like, me too many questions about it's that like, day uh, because uh, like, how, like, how? There's a few things I remember about it, but I do remember that the that ramen whole trip was, was a blur. We went a ramen <laughs> in this place. It was very highly rated and all this, so we went there. But they boiled their eggs, so it was like a hard boiled egg. Oh, I don't like that. And that was just just like man, that's, I really no, just want to eat the soft, eggs. Soft boiled. Soft boiled. <laughs> soft boiled. <laughs> Yeah, no, Vegas was a good time, man. We it, it, it was like a Kelly's like, Are you having fun? I'm like, Yes, I am having fun. This is this is good. And I ended up winning like for four days in Vegas, a lot of casinos, walking away with twenty bucks. She did not walk away with twenty bucks, but I did. So I love it. Win's a win. Mm. But yeah, uh, Five. Hey, but 400 episodes, I was thinking about this the other day before, uh, when Tom mentioned you guys were going to do the show here today, I was having like flashbacks. I'm like, man, like years ago, you know, when I was working for that restaurant group in Sugarland and I came on the show at the, at the, at the pub, you know, we had a blast that day and you flash forward, like flash forward to today, like our lives are all different, but it's still, it's like an accomplishment to get hit 400 episodes is badass. And uh, thank you, thank you for having me on the show, on this episode. Thank you for coming to the No Label Brewing to, for the Big 400. It's a good that's, spot. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we got to come to the most recently, most awarded brewery <laughs> <laughs> in Houston. What, uh, would you think that would have been the case like three years ago, John? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a crazy time we live I'm, in. I'm just gonna stare at your face. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm looking at Randy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trailer, trailer's actually in the hospital right now. He, How long has he been here? Oh, two years. Yeah. Uh, 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 two strong years. I'm very happy to the fact that I've um, I, I've sought out everyone on the team, or drunkenly just hand appointed. Everyone on the like 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 on this team, so which is to say that they we have a very interesting business relationship. It's been fun, always fun hanging out with you guys. Always fun drinking beer here at No Label Brewing Company, Katy, Texas. Short drive on the west end of Houston. You know all this good stuff. Congratulations on Thank everything, you. man. You guys have been killing it lately. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yep, and. All right. On, on to 401. 
On yes, <laughs> next week I don't even know where we're gonna be yet, but we'll figure out a good spot to drink beer at. Tom, uh, I'm out of beer, so we gotta wrap up the show. And when we can't do anything without DJ Mustrat. Always no, DJ Mustrat, man. Like, we would not have won an award for the best podcast if it wasn't for DJ Mustrat. No, this, this audio would have been poop. So. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to thank everybody for drinking the good beers. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank No Label. I want to thank all the people hanging out here. And, man, everybody be safe going home. Everybody drink nothing but the good beers, man. There's so much good stuff out there. Go look in your neighborhood. There's probably a brewery sitting next to you. And, And find us here every Friday. (laughs) Every Friday. (laughs) See you next week.